Welcome to The Unknown, the podcast about rugby, pop culture, and brews. Well, we are part of the Bottomless Rugby Network, which is a series of podcasts that come out on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So, thanks for joining me this week. Um, so, I hope that you guys have had a good week. You've uh, been safe, done good things, baked some bread. So, in light of this being comeback season, this is comeback season part two, one more part left. I want to do a little bit of follow-up from last week's comeback season. I got a message last week about the fact that I left out a very important comeback. So, listen up here. Kaya, how can you speak about the greatest sporting comebacks and forget Manchester City versus QPR? Literally at 90 minutes, they were 2-1 down against 10-man QPR. Five minutes of extra time and they somehow come back 3-2 winners. Not only to rob their rivals of a Premier League title, but also how that last goal came about. Mario Balotelli gave the assist to Aguero for that last goal. Man only gave one assist in his entire time in the Premier League for Manchester City. I mean, that's just madness and you forgot it. I mean, come on, Kai, you gotta. Come on, I thought you were the football guy. I only started paying attention late and I still remember this. Come on, man. Okay, I hear you, Jason. I hear you. I should have done a bit more research, particularly the part about Balotelli's only assist being on that goal. So, yeah, that wins every time. Balotelli was not real renowned for passing as much as he should have. So, yeah, add that to the number to number five at the bottom of that list. So, this week, I just want to quickly start off with our quick news segment where I just quickly dive into quick stories. I'm not going to go deep. That's more for the main event. So, here it comes. Number one, my pimpy and arm may be moving to to French clubs or, Japan, or Japanese clubs. Scares the crap out of me. I'm really scared that we're going to lose the momentum as Sharks. But yeah, money, my pimpy's 29, arm's at 27. They've got to go take the money for this. Ruppy's way too short for that. Number two, New Zealand may have a potential sugar daddy that wants to make them the Hollywood of Ruppy. Sounds exciting, and possibly could have other players from other countries go and play there, which could be a little fun. But yeah, hopefully the sugar daddy comes through, and this is just one of those possibilities that we hear about, but never happens. Number three, Aussie Ruppy is on a lifeline. At this point, Aussie Ruppy may as well start a Patreon and ask for people to give towards them, because right now they don't seem to have any plans for that are going to make them money. They're possibly looking at like opening up, having all the Super Ruppy teams play, including having the Western Force come back. But, yeah, that's possibly still going to another month or two, and Aussie crowds just don't come. People don't watch it. I don't even think rugby union's in the top five sports in Australia in terms of viewership. So, don't know how that's going to work and make their money when no one wants to watch. So, yeah, this is, part of me enjoys this because for so many years I've had to deal with Australians dissing South Africa and saying we should be part of the Super Rugby. Guess what? Your time's up. Nextly, Keith Wood says that Pro 14 South African teams are a waste of time. Pretty much what he's like his World Cup career, which was just, hey, five games and out. It's okay. No point. I mean, you're just going there for the quarterfinals. Anyway, you know, maybe if he'd won a World Cup, I'd respect him a little more. Oh, actually, no, just got to a semi-final. Come back, Keith. Great player. Dumb opinion. We add fire. Sure, the Kings aren't the best. 
but you had to deal with Italian teams for years. There's no way you think that that's better. So, yeah. Finally, Bowden Barrett's going to have to earn his paycheck. This was a joke that had been made this week earlier to me by my friend Jordan about how Barrett could go through the entire season without actually getting, having to work for his money. But it looks like with the new Super League competition coming on for New Zealand teams, he will have to earn his paycheck here in June. So Bodhi can finally stop Netflixing and he can finally just think about rugby. I mean, it seems like he's been enjoying himself on Instagram. Yeah, and that wraps up the quick news. Now, on to our top five. Our top five this week is part two of comeback season. And in this part, we're talking about specifically players and people coming back career-wise. So, let's get into it. Five. Number five. Jason Gilby and... Jordan Mulindi. Biggest career comebacks that we're expecting in 2021. Both players have spoken about consistently after years. Well, they've both taken like a year and a half break now. And the comeback season is on. They're both going to play. Oh my. Rugby fields around the country are dreading it. In Joburg, they're dreading the return of Jordan as well as Jason. Uh, Jason and I obviously have history. The fact that I was once his coach. I was both Jordan's coach as well. Jordan had an incident that we don't speak of in public. And Jason also has an incident that we don't speak of in public. But hey, guys, all the best for the comeback season. Number four, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Actually, it could be a quite a good hip-hop song. Robert Downey Jr. Okay, let's stop. Um, his career was doing pretty well. In 1992, he got nominated for playing Charlie Chaplin for an Academy Award. It looked like he was on the up. Then drugs happened. And uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s were in a good time. 2005, he makes a slow comeback to serious acting. 2008, he gets cast and plays the role of Tony Stark in, in Iron Man. He wasn't even the highest paid guy in that movie. To show you how far he'd fallen off. And smashed it. And now he's back on top of the world as basically the highest paid actor. He makes the most money from all these Marvel movies. Well, not anymore. Number three. Michael Jordan, coming back from from baseball. One of the top comebacks. He had just won three rings. He decides, you know what? After coming from his dad, I'm going straight into baseball for a bit. You know, as a promise he had made to his old man. Plays, and oh my, was he brilliant. Haha, <laughs> that's a joke. He was, it was rough. He really did badly at baseball. It wasn't his thing. There's some good theories as to why this, my... Varsity lecturer used to tell us that it had to do with adjusting to the size of the balls and like hitting them. It, there's a complicated theory he explained. I clearly was not listening in that class. Explains my marks there. But it pass. Okay. So, but he came back. He put the 4-5 on at the end of the season after 18 months. He led them to the playoffs. They didn't win, I think. Yeah, they didn't go through to the semis that year. But they came back for after that season and won three more rings in a row before he retired for the second time. And believe it or not, that wasn't the, the final retirement. Because we don't talk about the the final comeback. Because that was not good. Number two. Dike Samo. <laughs> the man with the fro. He was started off well. Career looked like it was going good. He made under 19 Fiji. Switched his allegiance to Aussie Australia's. And eventually, after all this time, 
he made the national team in 2006. Got six caps. It looked like a good career was coming together. Then he went to France. And this was before the time where players could play from overseas. And he obviously didn't have enough caps, even if that had happened. And in France, his career stalled a bit. Started off well. He won, got to the final of a championship. And then it stalled. And then after that, yeah, he disappeared a bit. In 2010, he comes back to Australia to play in the Shoot Cup, which is really the low... Just about, just professional, but not, you know, amazing. The Reds see him playing well there. Gets called in. Helps the Reds to win Super Rugby. And then plays in the World Cup and ends up playing, I think he makes the World Cup team. So that was a comeback and a half in his late 30s, which included winning the trial of the year, which was a 40-meter break and a half. So, yeah, that was a good comeback. Number one. Awesome. Do rant. Of course it's gotta be us. Comes out young, wins the nineteen ninety-five World Cup, starting prop, dominates throughout the tournament. Has in his couple of years, quite injury filled. I don't think he makes a ninety-nine World Cup. But he's not really doing well. Two thousand and three gets a phone call from his friend Rusty. Rusty's like, yo, come back, play for France sorry, for France for cheaters. And he's like, okay, I'll do this. And that was his goal, just to play for the Cheetahs for a bit and then go back to his farm. Plays well. Jake White comes in and is like, what do you what do you think about playing for the spin box again? Also had the shock of his life, but he is like, okay, I'll do it. And there it was. Os came back and was dominating his crumbs. Now he got m- murdered in that first year, at the end of the year, when we lost 32-16 to France. Sorry, to England. But he came back. And uh, four years later, 2007... Lifted up his second World Cup trophy. So that's a major key. So yeah, that's just our top comebacks career-wise from a variety of places. So now, we move on to our brew of the week. Now, this week's brew of the week is actually not... A brew, but a method of brew. <laughs> and our method this week is going to be the French press. Simple, yet many people butcher it somehow. So the key to a good French press is one. The kettle boils, but you need to cool down a little bit. Uh, if you have a hand grinder and you can wall grind it, just make good beans. That'll improve the flavor. You pour the coffee slowly over the grinds. To make sure that you extract maximum flavor. You wait your four minutes. And you push down slowly at the top. And there you will have it. The, the elixir of the gods. In your mouth. And making your life better. And you'll wake up. And feel like a ding. So I'm going to probably I'm gonna try to give it. Hopefully this week by the Friday. I will have given you guys a good demonstration. Of what it looks like. On our Instagram page. So watch out for that. It's coming soon. And with that. We called it a wrap. This has been an exciting episode again. We hope any feedback. Looking forward to it. You can you can tell me which people do you think have had the best career comebacks. Just come into our anchor, click in there, and you send a voice note. Just let me know best career comebacks ever. Thank you and have a good one. Stay safe. Clean your hands. Don't touch your face. Take showers. Some of you think this is season. Not take showers. Shower up. And keep going and keep pressing on. Drink water. Because we ain't having no beer for a long time. 
Alright. Okay.